The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, it's Hour 2, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager on 3 Report. Kyle McCord moving on from Nebraska, keeping his portal recruitment open. We welcome in Evan Bland with the Omaha World Herald at Evan Bland, OWH. What uh, what a saga it's been this week, Evan. At the quarterback spot, you got the official visit from uh, Dylan Riola. You've got uh, Danny Kalen checking out Sparty. And now McCord is, uh, is keeping his recruitment open. Your reaction to the McCord news. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's another turn, not one that I – think was necessarily expected but that's just kind of how these moments are going in the portal now where, where you get guys in and, and they talk to like you know one or two people and and kind of handled their business that way why he's moving on I mean until he comes out and, and speaks on it it's hard to say I mean it seemed like Nebraska had a lot of what he was looking for whether that was potential NIL funds whether that was obviously ample opportunity at playing time um, you know, support all the rest. Like uh, typically, when a guy, especially that high profile, goes into the portal and takes an official visit somewhere, uh, you know, as they say, you don't go to the car lot unless you're looking to buy a car. <laughs> and uh, in this case, he uh, apparently didn't didn't like something about that. So he's, uh, you know, I guess reportedly looking elsewhere now. We'll see how that shakes out he was kind of i don't know how public he ever had been about what his other options were necessarily but you know if he doesn't like what he had the, the timetable still is such that he can continue to to uh you know look around and, and kind of assess the situation signing day for high schoolers isn't for another another week and then you know the portal quarterbacks essentially have until whenever their respective schools would start class in january so if he doesn't like what he has um, there's still time to, to figure that out. I, I don't know, you know, just based off of, of what we know generally, like, um, you know, it's not like because he's moving on now that Nebraska wouldn't possibly have a chance still moving forward. So we'll see how this thing shakes out, but definitely another twist in what's been a pretty wild week. Well, a couple of schools that are in the market for a quarterback. I know Louisville and Auburn and Duke and, dare I say, the school up north, uh, are all uh, in the market for for a quarterback? So McCord's highly talented, highly uh, experienced uh, with uh, some some big time wins. Evan, this would have been really really nice for Nebraska. Moving on from McCord for a moment, let's talk about Dylan Riola, his future. Uh, if he pulls the trigger on Nebraska, I think a lot of us think that's going to be the case. You know what? What's the reality for for Riola in in a year one? Uh, what's real versus exceeding expectations? You you think he'll get as high a crack as there is to to go win the job or take the job, and then what? You've got a true freshman at quarterback. I know I'm fast forwarding through a lot, but that's that's the scenario right now. You got to be thinking about if you're McCord. 
Yeah, that's right. And and it it looked like it was set up pretty well for Nebraska and for McCord and and honestly for Dylan Riola as well. Where if if you're Nebraska, you have a guy in in McCord who was set to come in and be that guy for a year in his last season of eligibility. Uh, Riola, in theory, could have learned under him and then taken the reins in 2025 and, and moved on. That's not a an atypical route for even a five star recruit as a quarterback out of high school. You know, it's it's actually fairly common that they see limited snaps in that first year as they get accustomed to life at that level. You know, it's kind of interesting. It reminded me a little bit of the 2018 season for Nebraska when you had Adrian Martinez as a true freshman who Nebraska opted to start, and they went through some severe growing pains to get him to where he was when they had a guy like Tristan Jebbia who was on campus and they could have gone with him. They chose to go the freshman route. And, and now if, you know, it's interesting because you look at what they currently have with, um, with Chubba Purdy, you know, he, he kind of fills that role now as, as somebody who's done that, you know, do they turn back to him? Um, you know, do they continue to pursue in the, in the portal, other quarterbacks that markets already now, starting to dry up with, uh, you know, pretty much every other quarterback that they were linked to in the last week has either committed or is taking official visits elsewhere. So if you're in Nebraska now, <clears throat> do you kind of wait for that next wave in January? Uh, you can't wait too long if you want that guy on campus in the spring. So uh, definitely a big turn of event. This uh, McCord was clearly someone Nebraska was, was locked in on. And so how they pivot from here will be really fascinating. Yeah, the pivot, Evan, is is going to be fascinating, but I want to get your thoughts on just kind of the, the trade-off possibility because it started out earlier in the week, Monday morning, McCord and Kalen. <laughs> and now you're looking at today with Kalen checking out Michigan State, McCord moving on. Are you willing to trade those two guys, in your personal opinion, those two guys for a Dylan Riola if he is the guy? Because something tells me Rural wouldn't, allow McCord and Kalen to both walk if he didn't have a really, really good feeling on Dylan Riola? Yeah, I mean, and so much of this stuff is yet to to come to light, and we'll kind of figure that out as we go. But, yeah, I mean, I think if you have a chance to to get a guy as talented as Dylan Riola is on campus for, you know, again, the portal makes everybody a free agent every year anyway. But if you had him for – three years before the NFL. Yeah. I think that, that you do that. You, you bring in that guy. And uh, if you lose out on your, on your bridge quarterback, that it looked like McCord could have been, um, you know, so be it. And again, like you, you still have a guy like Purdy who has two years of eligibility left. Who's more of a veteran. If you want to give Riola a little bit more of a, of a soft landing and not put him out there right away, you know, as a true freshman, but that's he's he's the kind of guy that can change a program. And yeah, if you're if you're Georgia, you bring in a handful of five stars every year, it's not the end of the world. But if you are Nebraska and you've been starved for a playmaker, especially at a position of weakness, the quarterback has been for Nebraska. It's 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 major news. And this is a guy who, uh, you know, when he settles in at Nebraska, is going to change the way that that defenses play against the Huskers just because of his arm strength. I mean, he has a legitimate big arm he can make all the throws uh, you know he's, he's the guy that you that you want to have and, and maybe you don't have the depth that you're looking for maybe you don't have that long runway uh, for a red shirt season right out of the gate maybe you do but yeah I, I think if you can get a guy of that caliber uh, into your program for multiple seasons and you can start building something in the Matt Rule era 
uh, I think it's an opportunity you got to take. Evan Bland with us from the Omaha World Herald at Evan Bland OWH on Twitter. It's where you can follow and read Evan. So we've kind of laid out the, the quarterback spot. Uh, and as the world turns with that, you've got Kalen. Let's focus in on, on Danny for a moment. And, you know, what's your feel? What's your read? What's the feedback you've gotten? We've had a lot of callers going both ways here. One, you know, you don't blink at the chance to get Riola. Uh, you know, others feel that, that Kalen uh, wasn't given the, uh, the the respect or the, the backing that he needed uh, as a guy who flipped from Missouri to come in uh, once the, the Riola uh, experiment kind of fizzled out in May, going back to last spring. How, what do you think of this whole thing with with Kalen, Michigan State, and Nebraska right now? Yeah, it, it's unfortunate for sure. It's you know it's just kind of the reality of major college football recruiting and just kind of how how the sport's going right now. And you know, Kalen was an interesting one. He, he's like you said, he's been on the other side of this already. Where when Rahola committed to Georgia in mid May, he backed off his Missouri pledge and. And, and went with the Huskers. And now that it's going the other way, um, even though reportedly Nebraska is still willing to honor his commitment, uh, you know, he's putting his, his highlights on social media and he's taking that visit, visit to Michigan State as he should and keeping his options open. And again, he's somebody who uh, doesn't necessarily have to lock in his decision in the next week. There is still the regular traditional signing date in early February. He can take this thing into January um, potentially and, and talk to schools. There are a lot of schools out there that are starting over with new staffs and new coaches and um, you know, there'll be an opportunity for him and, and he'll certainly get uh, overtures from other, other places and he'll have to listen to all that. Um, but yeah, it, it's unfortunate because Kalen in his own, in his own right is a high end prospect. I mean, he was an elite 11 quarterback, um, obviously an in-state kid who knows this place. Well, he was a major factor in a lot of the commits in this 2024 class, settling with Nebraska. I mean, I, I was just kind of looking back again, even today, like you, you start looking back on some of the, the things that other commits have said, like Carter Nelson and Grant Bricks, and, and you can kind of go down the line. <clears throat> Kalen was the guy who was kind of the peer recruiter, the lead guy, the ambassador for that class. So how does, how does that sort of, uh, you know, how does this, What's the response within the class now that, uh, you know, the Kalen's looking elsewhere and potentially Rail is coming back? So a lot of moving pieces. He still has some decisions to make. He, he can't rule out anything at this point. But, yeah, I think ultimately it's just a reflection of where the sport is right now and maybe, um, you know, an old-fashioned uh, sort of late twist in the process. Evan, we have some people in our, our comment section on our live stream right now essentially saying, Nebraska is playing the roulette wheel with three different quarterbacks. You never know how a quarterback's going to turn out once you, you get to campus. Do you think that's true, or do you think there's a, a, a tier, a, a hierarchy of these quarterbacks in your mind or in Nebraska's mind? Well, I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're going to entertain Dylan Raiola to come back at this stage of the game, I think it's pretty clear where they value him, right? Like, if you're, if you're going to upset the apple cart, so to speak. Um, he's got to be pretty high on that list. I, I still believe that they think very highly of Daniel Kalen. He's been around the, the, the facilities a lot. 
this fall and and with somebody that that they respect as a as a player and a person and uh you know the the portal aspect is a little bit different i think there was sort of a speed dating element to it i mean nebraska kicked the tires on a number of different quarterbacks and, and mccord was certainly one of those but you know it doesn't appear that there was necessarily a long-term relationship before even this month so it's hard to say how that goes but yeah i mean ultimately it's all a crapshoot, and you see that in the NFL draft every year with the busts and, and, and the success stories coming from strange places, right? You look at Brock Purdy, what he's doing there, and, and I think it's also true at the, at the college level. I mean, I think there was a uh, even just a little stat that I saw the other day. The 2021, the top 10 quarterbacks uh, from that class, I think seven of them have transferred or are in the portal right now. So, like, there's no guarantees no matter what you do. You, you hope that uh, the relationships that you've had, the scouting that you've done, the the measurables that you see on film can translate. But, yeah, there's there's absolutely no guarantee one way or the other. You just take uh, a chance on the guy you feel like has the highest upside. Evan, as you've been tracking this class and where it's ranked and just the between the high school and, and the portal, and we'll know more in a week, clearly. It's going to be busy for all of us. But how do you feel it's coming to form here? You've got the Riola visit looming and possible announcement from Riola. Uh, and then if any of his buddies decide to, to turn their other mind uh, at the last minute, I mean, could this be uh as as big as it's been in a while for nebraska biggest ever when we look at uh standings and rankings you know i i wonder what that impact might be at least in the next week just because you know for one it is so late in the game and so you uh, everyone else that's at georgia is, is is probably locked in at this point and from nebraska's perspective you're you're already 15-ish scholarships over the limit before you add anybody else at this point. So, like, you're going to have to get down. Uh, you're, you're trying to subtract, and, and not that you'd say no to some of these high-end uh, players that are out there, linemen or, or even running backs potentially, but I just think you're you're probably in a tough spot at this moment with, with roster spots. It, it's a numbers game. You know, maybe the biggest indication would be guys that choose not to sign – next week and extend that process into January and, and sort of give school and player a little bit more time to figure some things out and, and, and map out maybe what could happen. But, you know, maybe, maybe the bigger uh, impact from a potential Riola flip would come in the transfer portal. Maybe it would come in that 2025 class when you have some young skill players that want to play with and, and have the ball come their way from a guy like that. So I don't know, just because of, of the, the stage of the game that we're at, I don't know how much instant impact uh, or effect there will be. But, yeah, I think certainly over the course of the next couple months and the next cycle, uh, you might see more of that. Evan, uh, last thought here this, this week. Welcome to the new era of college football, right? Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> Evan's like, <laughs> I've got every uh, device, tablet, phone, uh <laughs> On, on standby with uh, with his sources on what's going to happen next. Evan will try and squeeze time in for one another uh, when it comes to signing day next week. If that can happen, always appreciate your insight and thoughts today, man. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. There he is. Evan Bland with us from the World Herald. Uh, we will open phones up here. Next segment for you at 525-489-1240, 489-1240. 
or can dial up 800-825-5865 emails to get to plenty of your stream comments, the ongoing tug of war with uh, what's going on. Uh, You have Kyle McCord moving on from Nebraska. Your reaction, uh, we had heard that last hour. We kind of hinted at it. Official announcement right at 5. We'll have some thoughts, too.